A lot of people know where they want to get to, but they don't understand how they're going to get there. Think about it. What are your end goals and what are your whys? Why do you want to get to that end goal? There always needs to be a why attached to it because you need to make it realistic. Hey, I'm Alicia Harris and I am your host of The Alicia Show. Each week we'll be having conversations about how to enhance your well-being. We'll be sharing strategies and stories and insights to build your business while still navigating life because sometimes we try to separate the two and let's face it, if you are not well, you have no business. I am a holistic business growth strategist and a wellness coach who spent over 15 years in corporate before deciding to choose me first to build my brand, Alicia Lifestyle. I'm here to teach you how to redefine what success means to you, ditch the stress and confusion, and learn how to run your business from a place of ease and excitement. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, lovely. Welcome back to The Alicia Show. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, I want to talk about our whys and sometimes how easy it is to be derailed from our whys and the reasoning why we do the things that we do in business, in our home lives, with our partners, with friendship circles, and so on and so forth. And this conversation is really dear to my heart because It's everything that I stand for. I do what I do because one, I love watching the transformation. For those of you who have been here for a while, you know that I am a business and implementation coach, which includes business growth strategy and also well-being. I take the holistic approach because when I'm helping primarily female business owners to build out their businesses and to scale them, I want to make sure that they're doing it from a place of ease and that they are not overwhelmed and they're not burning out and they are 100% really taking into consideration how they are going to achieve those dreams and desires. And so a lot of the times when people inquire about working with me or when they decide that I am the coach for them, they often come to me with goals all about their businesses. And when I start asking them questions about their timelines and how this is going to fit into their personal lives and their existing lifestyles, sometimes they look at me blankly because they think, well, I'm coming to you for business growth strategies and we just need to get there. And I always come back to the fact that they are the investment. They are the person who has to be well enough in order to be able to sustain their business, right? They need to be the ones that are showcasing what they do at the beginning if they are a solopreneur. And so for me, their health and well-being is always going to be at the forefront of my mind. That is a 100% non-negotiable because I know what it feels like to be burnt out. I know what it feels like to have no energy for your body to start or for your body to show you when it is time to slow down. I've talked about this a fair bit, but just a few months ago, my body erupted in a full body rash because I was grieving and I wasn't standing as still as I needed to be to be able to look after myself. 
in that time of grieving. And so my body showed me that I needed to slow down and it continues to give me those signs and I just need to be quiet enough to listen. And so when it comes to the work that I do and remember, this has been my life work for 24 years. And so I just need to take a moment because that was the first time in a very long time that I did the math. And I think a lot of us forget about our journeys to where we are now. When we look back on our lives and all of the obstacles and all of the milestones, do we really give ourselves that time to actually applaud and to celebrate the things that we have achieved? Because for me, just saying out loud that I have made this my life's work for the last 24 years that hit me right in my chest. And so I just need to take a moment to say, wow, when I started off doing my first beauty therapy course at night, I did it at night school because I was working full time. However, I had always been interested in beauty therapy. So I loved facials and massage. And I just wanted to learn all about the different techniques, you know, the manicures and the pedicures. And I was just interested in how we gave back to ourselves from a self-care perspective. And so I worked throughout the day and then I studied to be a beauty therapist at night. And the course that I was on was supposed to be a two-year course, but I remember one of my teachers seeing how enthusiastic I was and how much I was enjoying it. And she pulled me aside and she said to me, Alicia, if you work a little bit extra harder, if you put in a few more hours, then you'll be able to do this in a year. And when she said that to me, firstly, it was amazing because she had seen my potential. And secondly, that gave me the energy and the willpower to really put in the extra hours. And I completed that course within a year and I went on to learn more about different therapies. I took the massage route for a while. I went and studied in the temples in Thailand where I didn't know any Thai and my teachers didn't know any English. So I learned everything that I needed to learn via touch. And again, that was whilst I was working full time. So I took time out from the position that I was in and I used up all of my holidays because they wouldn't give me any more time off. And obviously that was their prerogative. But I do remember the director saying 100% yes, I am happy for you to take a secondment. But when it came to HR, she was like, no, we can't do this for you. We will not hold your job. I think it was five weeks I wanted to go for. And one, it took a lot of courage for me to ask. And then two, it was very deflating when I was told no. And especially as at that time I was doing extra and there was 150 people in that company and I was the only black person. And so that really hurt, but that was one of the nails in the coffin for me to leave because I really saw it as we were a small company and if the director was saying yes, he believed in me. I had two directors that said absolutely yes and the HR that was like no, which was fine because it gave me the guts to really make the decision that 
I was going to be in control of my life. And so that was the beginning of my adventures. That was the beginning of me traveling and seeing the Eastern world. And so I'm smiling here because I have so many great memories about all of the trips that I took to Thailand with friends, with my husband, and just enjoying life back then. It was incredible that I was able to be so free. And I think the reason why I was so free was because of some of the harsh lessons that I had learned at such a young age. And so the reason why I bring this up is because as we get older, we tend to want to cocoon away from the opportunities that we may have. And I just want to be here to let you know that whatever you still want to achieve in this life, you can do it. Do not let anybody tell you that you can't. And if it feels overwhelming to you, then you just need to sit down and break these dreams and desires into smaller, manageable goals. You know, I'm always going to be here to help you do that. I spent a lot of time doing this for other people. And when you recognize the skills that you have and you start to work within that skill set, it doesn't always feel like work. And so I am here to ask you, like I said, you're wise. Why is it that you do the job that you do? No, seriously, ask yourself that. Is it because of the financials? If you work for somebody, are you still there because of the financials? Do you like the role you're doing? Are you happy to get to your desk every day? If you're not, why not? Like it's really time to really consider these things because as we get older, one thing is guaranteed. We have less time here. And that is one of the things that is really becoming apparent to me. Recently, we lost another member of our family and it never gets any easier. And it always takes me back to the way I felt when my mum passed away, because then I remember everything that I went through and I feel for the people left behind. And I know everybody's journey is different. And so I really try my best not to do the comparison or to tell people I know exactly how you feel because I don't. Everybody grieves differently. But this time it hurt because I was so inspired by this person. When I was younger and I saw the things that she was achieving, I was like, yes, there is somebody else that looks like me who is doing this. And she used to be so flamboyant. She used to wear amazing clothes. She used to have an amazing calm and she owned properties at a young age. And she was just always telling me these amazing stories about her life. And she just made it feel like it was all possible. And so when she passed away, it was really tough. But equally for me, I wanted to ensure that I did not sit in that grief like I've done so previously. Like I've said before, the last time someone dare passed in my family, it nearly took me out and I had the rash to show it. And so this time I really wanted to be easier on myself. And I took that space. I also took that time to remember this person in all of her glory. And I 
spoke about the stories that we shared and the encouragement that she gave me and the excitement she showed me when I shared with her my achievements. And she was one of the people that told me not to listen when I was told that I wouldn't conceive. She was one of the first people that applauded me and was there to meet her great niece. And so I just want you to really consider the reasons why you're doing the things that you're doing and to take some time to sit down and make a list of the things that you still want to do. And I know for some people, creating a bucket list is really scary, but maybe do it as a vision board exercise. Think about the things that you want to achieve for this year. I've recently just mapped out my important dates for the year and I've spoken about this previously. That's what I love to do. I love to know. I need to know (laughs) because I am becoming more vintage and so I can't always retain important dates in my brain like I could when I was much younger. And also I'm at that age and that stage of my life where I am juggling a lot. I have two full-time jobs. I'm a mum and a partner and I'm also running a business. And yes, I do it in condensed hours, but I sometimes can't switch off. So I'm always thinking about it. So it is really important that you write things down or you can see things visually. Yes, lots of people say, oh, I don't need that. I can retain everything in my brain. But what are you not then giving your brain space to think about? That's a question in itself, isn't it? If we have all of this information that we can easily jot down onto a piece of paper so it's not taking up brain space, think about all of the other things that we could be thinking about or planning or achieving. When you think about your day-to-days, are they structured or do you just wake up and say, this is what I'm doing today? I find more and more when I'm working with clients that they need that structure. They need me to say, these are the things that I think that we should be working on this week. And that comes with experience. A lot of people know where they want to get to, but they don't understand how they're going to get there. And so that is one of my key strengths. When I work with somebody, I am going to help them to stop procrastinating and to gain clarity in what they require and what goals they want to achieve. And so this is really important in your life as well. Think about it. What are your end goals and what are your whys? Why do you want to get to that end goal? There always needs to be a why attached to it because you need to make it realistic. A lot of the times I hear people say, I want to make a hundred grand, but why? How is that going to change your life? What are you going to do with that 100K? What does that look like from a working perspective? How are you going to make that over the course of the year? What does it mean for your family? What does it mean for your working hours? How are you going to ensure that you look after yourself while you're making this 100K? These are some of the questions that I ask my clients when they give me a monetary goal that they want to work towards. 
because it's really important. I worked in transformation for 15 years. You know, project management in the investment banking world is all about transformation. And a lot of the times in some of the companies that I worked in, they didn't want transformation. So I worked with really difficult clients because I was there to help them to transform and they wanted to stay doing the same processes and procedures. And so that's why it makes me smile sometimes when I work with clients and I know that they don't necessarily want to change. They want the end result, but they don't want to do the work to get there. And so that's my job to find and help them to get to where they want to get to with the steps that I put in place for them. And yes, sometimes it can be challenging. However, I'm always working for the client in that perspective. I'm always going to help them to achieve what they say they want to achieve because that's the investment that they're making in themselves and the investment that they're making in me. The other day I was talking to a client and she said to me, Alicia, do you know every time that we work together and we've been working together for just over two and a half years, And as you know, I love to work with people on a one-on-one basis. And she said to me, every time I work with you, I make 20 to 30 times more than the investment that you charged me. 20 to 30 times more. Like I had to hold it together when she said that. But when I got off the call, I literally burst into tears because One, it made me so happy because one of my values is that you need to get that return in investment. If you are investing in me and I am a business coach who is going to help you with business growth strategies, then I want to ensure that you get your return on investment when you put the work in and that my fee is covered. And so when she said that to me, I was like, wow. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do. That is one of my whys, because I've done the hard work. I've got the experience. I worked on multiple million pound programs and portfolios when I was in the corporate world. I know how to scale a business. I know what it takes from a well-being perspective to get you there. But you need to know your whys too. And you need to consider the things that you're doing. So when you look at your business, what are you doing on a day-to-day business to grow your business? Are you concentrating on the correct things or are you distracting yourself? Seriously, because I know sometimes it can be very easy to say, I am spending the afternoon creating reels because I need to be more visible but you have two warm leads that you haven't connected with that could be your next two clients. So I'm here just to remind you to cut out the busy work, to really think about the things that you don't have to do, delegate those things, think about your timelines, think about your strategies. What is it that you need to do to grow your business? Do you need help to grow your business? Are you trying to do everything yourself? And is that burning you out? And as I sit here and have this conversation with you, some of you may be thinking, Alicia, it's easy for you to say because you've got all of this experience, you know how to do all of these things. And no, I'm not going to take that as an excuse because I had to figure all of this out. And this is why your learning curve is shorter because I'm willing to share. When I work with people, that's what I do. I share everything that I'm learning 
then I share it with my clients. That's how you help people grow. Now, this year, I decided to really double down on my why and really understand what it is that I wanted to achieve over the coming weeks, months and years, because it is really important to me. And it is key for me. I have a little girl that I'm role modeling for. And so for me, I want to make sure that I'm being the best person that I can be for myself, which would then show her that she can achieve everything that she wants to achieve also. So, you know, I love to do these little mini workshops. So hit pause, find your favorite pen, find your notebook and think about these three things. Firstly, why are you doing the role that you're doing? Do you love it? Is it because of the revenue it brings in? Is it because of the status? Write it down. Are you happy? Could you be happier? If you're not happy, what can you do about it? Could you move sideways? Could you look at ways that you can expand? Could you retrain? Think about the things that you can do to make yourself at least 20% happier in the work that you're doing. That's really important. And you've heard this before. We spend a lot of time working And so for me, it's really imperative that we enjoy the work that we're doing because I know for a fact, if I didn't enjoy serving my clients, then I couldn't do it because it takes a lot of time and energy. And I've been there before where people don't always respect that. Really consider how can I make myself 20% happier in my day? Think about your financials. Are you happy with what you are receiving? Are there ways that you can make more? What do you need to do to make more? For me, at the moment, I'm looking around and I have a few items around that I don't necessarily need anymore. And so that means I need to do a declutter and I need to sell some things. And that could help your financials. Are there things around that have just been lying around that you no longer need that you can send to a new home where somebody else might enjoy that item more than you do at the moment? Think about it. Think about hobbies that you can take up. Are there hobbies that can help you to make additional cash or to make you more happier or to help with your well-being or to help with your family life? Life is extremely short and this has just made me consider so many things. For me, this is a year of yes. And I'm so happy that I made that decision because I said yes to so many things. It's like that famous quote, leap and the net will find you. That's exactly what I've been doing. I have been leaping and the net is finding me and I'm going to continue to do that. And I want that for you to continue to leap. Think about those audacious dreams that you have. For me, one of those is to create more ways that I can work with people, but not so I have a huge offer suite. I want to get really intentional with the people that I work with. I don't want to have to convince you. In in fact, I don't try to convince people to work with me. I think you will know if you need me. But I also want to make sure that when you do decide that you're working with me, that you're ready to go. If you are looking to build your business or to make 20 to 30 times more in your business, then if business growth is what you want, that's what I do. That's exactly what I do. That's what I have the experience to do. And that's what I love to do. I want you to feel confident about running and growing your own business. I want you to feel like you have a clue when it comes to which part of building your business you should be starting with. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed 
or angry that you're not hitting your financial or your marketing strategy goals. I want you to feel strong and emotionally happy so that you can do all of the things that you love. That's the results that I want for you. I want you to feel successful, confident, healthy, energetic, and strong. I want you to feel super clear about your business. I want you to be thriving in your business and thinking, yes, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. What is next? And that is why I love working with women that really want to push themselves. And so if that sounds like you, then please book a chat and I will be more than happy to assist you on your journey. I hope you have found this open book reminder really helpful. But like I've said so many times, I'm going to continue to be that virtual person tapping you on your shoulder saying, hey, remember that I need to take care of myself. I am important. I am amazing. I am the investment. I need to invest in myself to be able to build my business. I am worthy. I am fantastic. I'm beautiful and I am unique. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Take care for now and I'll speak to you next week. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Alicia Show. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on a Wednesday. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. And lastly, remember to invest in yourself first because you are important and amazing. Take care until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.